Good morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for August 20th, 2017. Koyoko Bosa here, so very, very glad you joined us. I want to share with you a nice teaching I received this morning. <laughs> well, let me give you a little background. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, we went to Hawaii, Adrian and I, to attend our son Tate's uh, wedding. <clears throat> His partner, Bailey, uh, wanted to get married on the beach. And it was a very informal, small ceremony uh, done on the, I think it was North Shore, or close to the North Shore. They had contacted a photographer online, and uh, he suggested a particular beach. And um, uh, so we went there, and... uh, Tate's uh, childhood best friend, Adam, uh, officiated the service. And nowadays, that's quite common. Um, People can get um, certified to do that. And I was also asked if I wanted to say a few words, so I said, okay. And what I said was, I told a story about a blind turtle. This is a very classic story about mm, the probability of a person finding a Dharma path. We might take this for granted that some people, whatever the karmic causes and conditions that led them to being on a Dharma path, whether they were born into a Buddhist family, whether they somehow converted, there's all kind of causes and conditions. Um, And this blind turtle story goes like this. There's a blind turtle swimming in the vast ocean. And he's swimming, and since he's blind, he can't see anything. (laughs) And he's getting tired and no place to rest. Okay. Uh, And he just happens to bump into a floating log. I mean, that's pretty rare (laughs) in the first place. But how much more so if you're blind, you can't, and you're looking around. You can't see anything, any objects around you. So he's able to rest on this log. What are the odds? So I told this story, and I said, instead of um, uh, it being how one finds the Dharma in one's life, how does one find a life partner? Uh, we might take it for granted, but that's not easy. That's not common to find a life partner. 
what are the odds? Um, so cherish the love that you share and you know, make it a haven from the tensions of our time. Make it the one place you most want to be, the place where you learn the mystery of how two become one. Okay, that was <laughs> my my remarks. And the turtle, it just so happened, I didn't really connect it, but we went to the Aloha Stadium. They have a peddler's fair or, you know, a lot of uh, vendors. That's a regular type of event. I don't know how, every weekend maybe. Um, a lot of vendors. And I was in one tent and they had some uh, wooden turtles. Okay. I didn't connect it to my story, but I always liked turtles. I have a lot, quite a few collection of turtles, okay. all kind of turtles. Of course, in Hawaii, the tur- sea turtle is kind of a symbol of Hawaii and the islands. And in fact, when we were on the North Shore, there is a beach where turtles, the big turtles, they're like 300 pounds. They come up on shore and they, uh, you know, it's the regular thing. They sun themselves. And uh, so a lot of people go to this beach to see these big turtles. And and um, they have a sort of a red rope that's lying on the ground surrounding the turtle so that, you know, no one will go closer than that. Okay, because... Uh, not to uh, interfere okay, and bother them. But it's only, you're within, you know, a few feet of these large turtles, okay? I think at the, after the sun goes down, they probably go, go back into the ocean and so forth. Um, and in Hawaii, Hawaiian language, turtle is called honu, H-O-N-U. And honu... Uh, when I was in the Aloha Stadium in this vendor's tent and I saw these wooden turtles, one of them was a fairly large one. It was over a foot long, you know, and maybe almost a foot wide. I mean, that's the diameter of his shell. Uh, Pretty handsome, okay? Um... So after we had been walking around, I said, I'm going to get that turtle, okay? And we walked back, and we found the same vendor, and I bought it, packed it up carefully, and it's now sitting in the middle of a cocktail table in our living room, okay? And I really like it, okay? I I see it every day, okay? Sometimes I even give it a pat and so forth. Um, come to think of it, I just thought of the association right now. In my book, Bright Dawn, uh, which talks about um, running along, jogging along the lakefront path in Evanston, Illinois, uh, one of the essays is I used to run by a rock turtle. Because the lakefront, sometimes some artists, 
leave their sculptures there and um, had carved a, a turtle out of a rock. And it was, a, you know, pretty big, several feet long and pretty heavy. But it was perched up on the concrete blocks that lined the, the lakefront path there. And I used to jog by it. And um, this turtle had its head up, neck stretching out and head up and mouth open. I thought, ah, he's yelling. <laughs> this turtle was yelling, yelling the Dharma, about something about the Dharma, you know. Well, anyway, I was lying on the sofa this morning uh, reading the Sunday funnies. And I finished, and then I looked over at the turtle. I thought I heard something. <laughs> and he was appreciative that he had a new home. He says, man, I like this place. You know, for a long time, I was uh, <clears throat> packed up and unpacked every week, and all the people coming to the vendor's tent and look around, and it was hustling, bustling, this and that. Now I have a nice home. Ah. And I was thinking, yeah, I don't know when you were made and anything about your history and stuff like that, you know. Uh, wouldn't it be fascinating if objects could talk and share their story with us? Okay. And then... <clears throat> After I was thinking about it like that along these lines, then I thought about the blind turtle. Okay, I started thinking about the Hawaii trip, and I said, mm, no, this is a nice uh, memento of the trip. Okay. From another vendor, um, Adrian and I bought uh, a white carving from bone of a, a stingray. I was almost going to say manta ray. You know, I found out that there's those are not identical. Okay, a manta ray doesn't have a stinger. But the stingray has that tail with a stinger on the end. Okay, but it's a carving that actually her the vendor's brother. This is their family business. She goes to the craft fairs and uh, really nice work. Um, detailed and so forth each one is of course unique carving but we got uh stingray for each of us and you she put a black cord uh and then you could wear it as a kind of like a necklace okay and of course stingray she told us what it symbolizes uh, in the polynesian culture and so forth and okay and um so we like to wear this as a reminder um, of our Hawaii trip to Hawaii in 2017. Back to the turtle. The turtle that's in my living room, somehow he communicated to me, said, yeah, you know, this whole Hawaii trip and everything, and you chose to tell the story of the blind turtle, okay, at the wedding, okay, what are the odds? And you know what? 
That's not just a story in the Buddhist literature, classic one. It's not just a story that you told to represent um, the odds of finding true love and, you know, your life partner, okay, at the wedding, words, wedding words. You know what? This turtle said to me this morning. Each moment is just like that blind turtle finding that floating log in the vast ocean. Each moment is a miracle. Okay? Uh, To meet this incredible present moment. Think of all the causes and conditions. We, We take it for granted. We don't, you know, we can't always... Say wow, wow, wow! Every 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 moment. Of course, we can't. It's not practical. But it behooves us once in a while to pause and and say, appreciate life itself. What are the odds? Okay. I remember Taitetsu uh, Uno, Dorosinchu scholar, and uh, he once said. The odds of an individual being born, okay, this particular individual being given life, okay, that an egg and sperm, (laughs) an egg got fertilized and so forth. And he said it's the same odds uh, roughly as taking the paradise and throwing double sixes a couple million times in a row. (laughs) Something like that. What are the odds? Okay. Um. We don't have to speculate about the the odds. Just that every moment is a is so unique, never to be repeated. Huh? The causes and conditions, and unlike my not knowing the history of this turtle in my living room, I do know my history. Okay, but my life didn't start at my birth. And it's not going to end with my physical death either. Uh, So even though I, I, as a human being, can remember growing up as a child and, you know, that part of my individual past history is still, what are the odds in terms of, gee, how did my parents get together? What, this and this and history and generations back and cultural things and what about human life on the planet? Hey, our galaxy. Okay. Uh, there's a point where we say, oh, we don't have to tell that story. Okay. And we don't have to rely on science either, but just the wowness of it all. Okay. And this present moment is like that tip of that iceberg. Uh, This is what we see. And uh, a helpful practical teaching is that sometimes we feel we, through our own initiative and efforts and perseverance and skills, we accomplish something. And we feel, oh, I did it. I did it. But that accomplishment is just the tip of an iceberg. 
as they say, only one-tenth of an iceberg is visible above the surface of the water. Nine-tenths, huge mass. Okay? This is a power that's beyond the self. Okay? And if our ego or pride, and of course, our individual efforts were important, but we also have to ask, where do we get that individual Where'd that individual effort come came, come from? Did our parents influence us? Did our, you know, friends, society, okay? something conditioned us or helped us along that road? Okay? Um, so all these things, wow, you see. Here's this moment, huh? and we should really live it 100%. Well, okay, I'm getting carried away. I better introduce our guest to give us a Dahmer glimpse this morning, Mark Kaio. Kai is ocean. Okay, so he's, he's, and Yo, of course, is the sun. So here's the, here's the sun over the ocean. Picture that. It could be a sunrise, it could be a sunset. Sunsets are fantastic in Hawaii, you know. Kaio, okay, ocean sun. Uh, he was part of our LM5 group. He lives in Florida. I'm sure if you're on the eastern side there, you could see a good sunrise. So let us hear from Mark Kaio. Good morning, everybody, and happy Sunday. My Dharma glimpse today was, in part, inspired by the turbulent affairs of the world at the present time. Now, I really must admit that I'm guilty of not keeping up on world affairs very much. Living in a very small town of a few thousand people, it's really quite easy to get lost in the peacefulness of a rustic country setting that is the place that I call home. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, and I guess that that would be a debate for another time and another place. But today, what resonates in my thoughts is a quote that I came across recently that made me smile and one that I would like to share with all of you today. And that quote is, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. In this day and age of high technology, where the world is literally at our fingertips, News from around the globe is instantaneously 
shared and accessed on a global scale. And even in my small rural town, the outside world is ever-present. I see heated discussions over the political affairs in person, online, on TV, and elsewhere. I see worry about the outcome of clashes between governments from around the globe. And I see people everywhere fiercely defending their views. And I think to some extent that maybe a lot of the world has forgotten that at the end of the day we really are all one and that we all share the same planet. We are all brothers and sisters, one in the same. So back to the quote, a negative mind will never give you a positive life, which I'm sure can be applied to countless circumstances and situations, but for right now, it's about understanding and compassion for a world that may seem like it's in chaos. And it's about finding our center within and choosing to live a positive life. We can engage with the world in a way that embodies compassion and understanding and live the positive life. So in closing, stay positive, my friends, and be happy. And I hope everybody has a wonderful Sunday, and I thank each and every one of you. Thank you very much. Indeed, very timely. The world news, uh, turbulent times, chaotic <laughs> political things going on. Uh, it's uh, interesting to think that, well, you know, we're all on this planet. <laughs> we're all human beings. We're all alive in this moment. Aren't we forgetting something truly important? Just because we've got to deal with these merely urgent, pressing matters that we feel are so important right now to us, emotionally, <laughs> you know. I know that... Uh, 
what is present, what is around us when it's chaotic, our whole world becomes chaotic. Okay? And that's why we need to pause. I gave the Dharma name pausing son to one of our lay ministers to pause. The importance of a pause. You know, and that could be a Interpreted to a lot of different kinds of uh, good teachings and situations. Okay? There has to be a pause between musical notes. The blank space in a Sumir painting is kind of like a pause between the active ink line. Okay? It could be a, a pause can be used as a, a teaching in all kinds of ways. Um, and when we do pause, we could get perspective, a more philosophical view rather than the being consumed by the present forces that sort of like a current okay, of the modern times. And sometimes you come to a fast-moving stream and say, oh, I know it's fast-moving and chaotic, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be prepared as I step in. But even with that awareness, you could be swept away once you step in. So you might have to take a different approach to how to cross over this raging river. Um, And I think that whenever you have a saying and keep it handy in your mind and you see different layers of insight that can come out of it. I think that's a a great technique. Okay. Don't put a period on it. Huh? My father would say, "Hey, no periods in Buddhism. There's always just a lot of commas." <laughs> and just like a a turtle that's sitting in my living room, huh? I'm sure he's going to talk to me some more in the future and give me more lessons. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time. Keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.